and welcome to the Can Making News podcast. This is episode four, and today I am talking to Raul Martinez, who is the director of Latin Can. Latin Can is a metal packaging show in South America that takes place every year. This year it took place in September in Mexico City, and we want to know all about it. Raul, how are you? I'm doing okay. Thank you for inviting me to this podcast and um, appreciate the opportunity. Thank you very much. You're very welcome. So, I want to know all about it. We couldn't go because of our rules here. Um, Mexico was a red country. It had a, a red flag. It was dangerous, apparently, for us to travel. So, we couldn't be there as we would always have been there, as you know. So, tell me what happened. Was it good? Was the response good? And... Did you exceed your expectations, really? Well, everything went actually fantastic, uh, not without any glitches or any worries uh, due to the pandemic. There was still a lot of inconveniences for people to travel, but in general, it did exceed my expectations. I thought a lot more people was going to uh, be unable to attend. But uh, we did manage to reach over 300 people, which is a little bit more than we expected. Um, and, and honestly, all the comments we're receiving, they're all positive. And if you want, you can check them out in our website. Yeah. Um, most people are appreciative of having had the opportunity to reconnect with their customers or vendors after, as you just mentioned, 18 months of lockdown, basically, or impossibility to travel. Uh, Most of the people that were forced to cancel at the last minute were, on the first hand, just like you, from the UK, going back from Mexico, you would have had to uh, go into a 14-day, 10-day lockdown in a hotel. But also many people from Argentina, for example, had the same issue. Some people from Italy. In general, most people attended and it was uh, uh, well-liked and well-accepted. Now, how many people did you have? How many, for instance, suppliers were there in all? I, I see on the information you sent me, you had 213 suppliers. Uh, well, it, it, that, that was the, the original uh, number that were registered to attend. As, as I mentioned, many couldn't uh, due to restrictions in travel. Um, we did, there was uh, not many, but two or three people that actually caught the virus before they traveled. So they had to cancel at the last minute. But in total, we had 310, I believe, and uh, it was half and half, half vendors, half can makers. So 310 attendants altogether. So compared to the year, uh, well, 18 months ago, what was the difference? Were there more? Well, the difference was about 100 people, honestly. Um, But but again, As you mentioned, and as many people mentioned, uh, this was obviously expected uh, because, I mean, because of the restrictions. But once people were here in Mexico, everything worked out fine. Uh, Everybody brought a negative COVID test. Those who didn't bring it had the chance to do it right there at the hotel. uh, it was it worked fantastic and uh, and then we moved on to the 
actual show, which was uh, the technical presentations, the exhibit room, uh, the dinners, everything went fine. There was the rooms were large enough to allow for everybody to maintain a safe social distance. Um, everybody understood that the use of a mask was necessary and, uh, and requested and everybody complied. So in general, uh, we're very happy. We're very happy with the results. And, and, and again, if you read the comments that we've been receiving that are published in our website, you'll understand what I'm saying. Uh, people were glad to reconnect uh, just to have the opportunity to come back and see everybody. Uh, and especially at this time when, when uh, almost every cam plant in the world or every cam making company in the world is either uh, improving their output with new projects or even building new cam plants. So this was like the perfect opportunity for people to reconnect and understand what the new projects are. Yes, no. So to talk me through it. So it began on the 22nd of September. That was the, the first, that was registration day. Yes. Um, and you had a dinner and you had an award ceremony too. Who received the awards? Yes, the awards were uh, uh, given to uh, Jonathan Ellaby, first of all. Uh, he recently retired from INCS, INX, the International Inc. Company. Um, and uh, it was a very emotional moment because, uh, as you know, uh, Jonathan yes. has been in the industry forever and uh, everybody knows him. Uh, we did show on the screen uh, a lot of pictures from him and his family and his co-workers and, and his, his speech was very heartfelt and uh, it, it, it was wonderful actually. Um, and, and then it was the, it, the turn to honor Rudy Raceline who unfortunately couldn't make it to the show, but the company and Rudy sent um, a really nice audio and video which was translated by their local uh, representative Manuel Mancilla and who actually received the award uh, on behalf of Rudy. Uh, it was very emotional really and very nice uh, since both of them were or are very well-known people in the industry. Yeah and well deserved, absolutely well deserved. Yes, no doubt. No doubt. And then, and then, of course, then you had the presentations, which I missed again. Well, I mean, I missed so much. <laughs> um, how, did, how were they? Anything? Was it, was it anything different? Well, there was a couple of differences. Uh, uh, in terms of how we manage the forums, for example, on the on the two piece forum, there were a couple of people that could not attend from the actual forum. Roger Baker from the U.S. and uh, somebody from Stoli Machinery uh, from Brazil, and and they both joined virtually. So even though they couldn't attend, they were there on the screen, and uh, people were able to see them and interact with them. So the use of technology was uh, wonderful at that time. Um, in general, uh, most the presentations were very well attended, especially because suppliers understood that at this time, 
it is very important to focus on what the camp makers need. Yes. Uh, for example, one, we, everybody's experiencing problems with freights, for example. Uh, all the, the supply chain is disrupted and uh, people were able to talk to the, to the freight companies that were there. Um, also, uh, one of the challenges that camp makers are facing nowadays is because most of them are starting up new camp plans, there's a shortage of people, uh, trained personnel that can actually make cans. So uh, understanding these, uh, several companies are implementing uh, programs to either train new people or have retired people come back from the industry to the industry and teach the younger generations on, on what the proper procedures for making a, a nice looking and good quality can. So it, it was an experience because it, it is a sign of the times. There are very numerous and new challenges that all can makers are facing, and they were all addressed during Latam Can. Yes, well, listening to the news today, the supply chain is definitely affecting the cost of metal and metal packaging. Um, did you talk about that while you were there? Did you get any information about that? Yes, uh, not only the metal has increased, uh, everybody's feeling the crunch and uh, but, but honestly, what, what we are seeing, it, it's the cost that is increasing the most is the freight cost. Uh, most of the can makers we talk to um, uh, shared information on how crazy this is going. Uh, and, and if you read the, the news, I mean, you can see that most of the ocean ports worldwide have you know hundreds of ships just sitting there waiting to be downloaded so raw materials are not getting to the plant some time not only metal but even things that you wouldn't think that are hard to get but pallets for example are difficult to get anything plastic or wood is having a, a big impact on how to ship uh, but all, and all of this was addressed and uh, solutions are being looked at and and I believe everybody's on the right track now we really need more conferences and more exhibitions they need to come back so this, these can be discussed face to face because I think that uh, you've probably started something now the fact that it works and it was successful yes. means the others will follow because you've proved it can be done safely yes that 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 was the general consensus and and as one can maker from mexico put it this gave everybody the opportunity to save time in order to have appointments with each supplier to discuss projects uh, can makers were able to discuss everything at once in three days in one place so this helped save time to the for for the on, ongoing projects and and i think this trend is going to to keep going as you just mentioned uh more of the trade shows worldwide will understand that they can be done safely uh, as long as everybody follows the protocols Yes, because I think it's going to continue like this until next year, through to next year, don't you? Yes. I think we're all going to have to take safe measures next year. Yes. In fact, we are already working on Latam Can 2022. Yes. 
It will be in Brazil. It will be in Sao Paulo. We don't have a date yet. And that the only reason we haven't been able to announce it is because the, the size of our conferences has grown so much that the limitation is the exhibit and conference rooms. Uh, in the past, it used to be that the limitation was the number of sleeping rooms at the hotels. That is not the case anymore. Nowadays, we need not only large enough rooms to hold, you know, 100 tabletops, for example, yes. but also to keep enough distance between each tabletop so everybody can feel safe and and their health guarded. So that is what we're doing right now. We, we believe we'll be able to announce the the yeah. venue for the next Latin plan in Brazil in the next few weeks. But you think it'll be next year, probably the beginning of next year, do you think? It will be in the second quarter of the year. Okay, and that will be in Sao Paulo. 2022. Oh, power, yes. oh well, hopefully, can making you can be there. Goodness, I hope we can next year. Oh, you will, you will. <laughs> by that time, by that time, um, we believe that. Uh, yes. Uh, everything will be better worldwide. And as you just mentioned, I mean, we've shown that these conferences can be done. Uh, we have shown that as long as people follow the protocols, everybody yes. can feel safe. And and uh, and also we've proven that people need to reconnect. People need the face-to-face -face contact. And, and that is what we did at Latin Can 2021. Yes, they absolutely do. Because I, I speak to people and they say they are Zoomed out. They've had enough of speaking to people on Zoom. Another Zoom call, they can't cope. They yes. want to see people face-to-face -face and interact. Yes. And have yes. some fun. Because, you know, we can discuss business anywhere. And you, you need to have some fun as well. And it's quite it's difficult to have fun with a customer or client on Zoom in your office at home. Or at home, yes, you, you are quite correct. And uh, a lot of people miss the traveling part of the of the job. Yes. You know, uh, it, it is a big part because it, it, traveling gives you the opportunity to see your customers face to face, understand what it is what they are doing, but also very important, understand each country's culture, which is very important. Mm. Um, and in fact, that is one of the one of the changes we are uh, hoping to make in the in the way we deliver the presentations in the future we need to make suppliers understand that the right language not not only in terms of country language but but terminology um when, when you deliver a presentation in in a spanish-speaking country ideally it should be delivered in spanish uh, but if you have to do it in your own native tongue, it needs to contain language that everybody can relate to. I, I don't know if I'm yes. making any sense, but but in order to transmit the the knowledge, the the, the technological advances uh, in a proper manner, the the proper language needs to be used, and 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 that can only be understood when you travel and you meet the people and you understand the local culture. And I believe that is a big part of what Latam Can is. We are always looking for sponsors for Can Making News. If you would like to take part, please contact me, Janice, at Can Making News, and we will give you all the information that you could possibly want, and you can have your say. Well, I think part of part of dealing and working with somebody else in business, 
with, um, who are from other countries. It's learning how to negotiate in business internationally, not just nationally, not just for your country. And that's exactly what you're saying, isn't it, really? That is another big part. You're right. A, a supplier, for example, cannot expect that the same rules and regulations that apply in their native country apply in the country where you're going to ship up a, a machine or, or uh, raw materials or whatever. So uh, understanding uh, the different countries, understanding the, the different cultures and, and ways of uh, conducting business is a big part of this as well, yes. Yeah, I agree. So we need to get out there, get back on those planes, get flying and get integrating again, don't we? Yes, yes. But, but I was reading something, changing the subject slightly today about how to be really safe on a plane from the point of view of COVID and health. And the, this guy has written a, a blog and he's on TikTok. <laughs> it, it caught my eye. It caught my eye because I think it should be put in my comment for can making news. So basically, you must never, ever um, take your shoes off and walk about the plane on bare feet. <laughs> on bare feet, with bare feet. You know why? The carpets are disgustingly filthy. Yes. Yeah, but, but but that has always been like that, Janice. That that doesn't have anything to do with the pandemic or with the times we're living. But, I mean, the, if you really consider it, the, the regulations or the restrictions in traveling that are in place are really not that big of a deal. I mean, wearing a face mask on a plane, I mean... People were doing it even before the pandemic uh, because, I mean, th there's always the possibility of catching the flu, for example, on a plane. That's always the possibility. So um, yes. it, it is it is uh, inconvenient. Some, sometimes it is, I mean, depending on how long your flight is, it can be, you know, worrying to have to wear a face mask for 10 hours. But but that is the world we're living in and, and people have to adjust Yes, I think we have to do that now and accept it. I totally agree with you. And actually, if that's all you have to do and the end result is so utterly amazing, it's worth it, isn't it? Exactly. That is exactly what I'm saying, yes. Yeah, you look at the end result. So if I were to ask you to sum up Latin Can 2021, Latin Can that took place really against all odds, if you think about it, you took a gamble, it paid off and it's work and it was successful. How would you sum it up? And would you give any advice to others? What would you say to others who are thinking of doing their own shows now? Uh, yeah, um, to sum it up, I, you know, as we uh, wrote on our website, it was a total success from every point of view. Uh, people attended, people came with, uh, the, the suppliers came hoping to transmit or show the cam makers their new developments, and they did. Uh, cam makers were willing to uh, learn uh, what's going on, not only on technology, but also uh, what's happening in the in other continents, for example. And if I could give a piece of advice to anybody else that is organizing a conference right now, is to ask people to make sure to get a test before they fly. Imagine in your case, Janice, for example, imagine that you are going to a show in the US and you get tested before you fly and it turns out you are positive, then all you have to do is not fly. Mm. But if you fly and arrive at your destination and then it turns out you're 
test positive there, then it is a big inconvenience yes. because uh, show organizers are uh, required to inform the authorities, for example. So if you arrive in the US, you get tested there for some reason and you're positive, either the show organizers or, or the hotel management are forced to inform the authorities. And then that can be a huge inconvenience because you're going to have to go into lockdown for 10 days in a faraway place instead of being doing the same thing at home. So if 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 that if there was something that was proven at Latin can is that it is better to get tested before you travel anywhere. Yeah, I totally agree with you completely with that. And also, I imagine it would be good also, even after all this is over, just to go onto the country's website that you're visiting and check what the rules are. Yes. Because they do They do change. And each country has individual ideas and they have different rules, don't they? So you need to check. I would have well, I've had the opportunity to travel to a, a few different countries in the past months, and you're correct. Every country is different. Every country re either has no requirements at all, or uh, mm. some require a rapid test. Some countries require a PCR test. Some countries don't require you to bring anything, but they to pick and choose when a flight lands, for example, I'm flying to the Dominican Republic in a couple of days. And when you get there, they pick and choose who gets tested right there. So every country is different. And, and the best thing is to check with your airline what the requirements are, and then you, you, you do them in advance. You know in advance what to expect and how to handle it. And then you can't complain. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. Yes, I'm going to say no complaints. So, wow. How are you now? It's all over. Are you going to have a rest? How about your shooting? Are you going to be doing any more shooting? I wish I could. I wish I could. First of all, um, I got my own job, my everyday job, which is selling cans and ends. Uh, and that hasn't stopped and that will not stop. Uh, also, um, we are, as I said, working on determining or finished details for LATAMCAN next year. But I don't know if I've told you this before, but we also do a similar show for the paper industry called LATAM Paper. LATAM Paper takes place next month, November, actually in a month exactly, November 10th. So um, that keeps me also... Uh, very busy and uh, yes uh, having a rest i don't know probably by christmas time hopefully by christmas you'll be back on the shooting range for christmas <laughs> yes yes well it's been lovely talking to you i'm so sorry we couldn't share a glass of tequila or champagne in mexico city thank you however there's an awful lot to write about we will be publishing a review of the show in can making news soon and of course the podcast will be available to hear soon have a lovely day, take care, and hopefully I'll see you one day next year. Uh, hopefully, hopefully before that. And thank you for everything. You're welcome. Thank you very much, Ralph. Well. Bye. Thank you. All right. Bye-bye. I would like to thank our guest, Raul Martinez, for taking part in our podcast, episode four, for Can Making News, and also our wonderful producer, Adrian Townsend. We could not do this without him. Now, if you would like to take part in a podcast and have your say, have a conversation with me, please contact me, Janice, 
at canmakingnews.com and we can give you lots of information and see what we can do for you.